Aloha! Welcome to the Hale o Nakaula podcast. We are based upcountry on the stunning island of Maui. If you have any questions or want to know more about us, you can always check us out at hokmaui.com. We would love to connect with you on social media throughout the week on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Today, our pastor, Daniel Oliveira, connects our ability to see ourselves as God sees us to our openness to receive God's love. Through a story of the eight cow woman, we can see how opening up to God's love allows us to be aware of the beauty in ourselves that He has seen from the beginning. I don't even know how to start this. We come here and simply get unstuck. You know, because you can talk about, you know, all the mysteries and all of the, the things, but if you're not really being able to receive the love of God, none of that matters. Does it make sense? It's just another shot in the arm. You still keep trying it yourself. I, I read this book by Mahesh. And yesterday I went back and I had to, you know, do some homework and I read this story. I'm, I want to tell this story for you because I think it, it, it's important that we understand how God thinks, okay? Mahesh was t- telling this story about this country, I think it was somewhere in India, you know, that when any young man would decide to marry, you know, he would have to go and talk to the dad of the, the, the girl, say, I want to marry your girl. I want to take your daughter as my wife. And then it's, the tradition is that he would have to give a gift to the dad, okay? You guys know this story? So depending on how pretty the bride was, the price would be higher, right? If it was a nice, beautiful young lady, maybe he would give the dad a cow, right? If it was okay, girl, maybe a a goat. (laughs) If it was like a not so okay, maybe a chicken, right? So this, this dad had this daughter that she was okay. So the dad was like, oh man, I, I'm lucky if somebody wants to marry my daughter, right? <laughs> you know, he didn't have great expectations, you know, because she was not like really nice looking, you know. But then this rich guy came and said, I want to marry your daughter. That in itself is a miracle. Somebody wants to marry my daughter, you know. (laughs) Nobody ever thought about her because, you know, the the father was like, okay, maybe he will give me, you know, a goat, you know. And then the guy said, okay, and I want to give you eight cows. So this, the name of this story is the eight cow woman. <laughs> you know, but what happens that because the guy saw something in that girl that when 
she married him, she became the most beautiful woman in the whole country. Because it was his love for her, and it was his heart that he saw something in her that nobody could see. And then when she received that, she became the most beautiful woman. Okay? This is why we need to get unstuck. Because until you receive his love, you will never become the way that he sees you. Okay? No, I, I, I want this to be really simple like that. Because I, I think a lot of times we, we see ourselves in a way, or we even, you know, because we, we are conditioned to the way that we, we, we relate to ourselves, and we relate to our past, and we relate to what brought us up to this point. And, but we forget that the price was paid, and it was a high price. You know, this is talking about Jesus Christ coming and giving his life for you when you didn't look like much <laughs> attractive. Because in the end, he wants you to be as good-looking as he is. Does it make sense? And to me, this is the simplicity of receiving his love for us. Have you ever felt love sometime in your life? Isn't that good? <laughs> I've been working with this, you know, and I'm working with you because I, I, I don't want anybody here to run out of gas. I don't want anybody here to keep trying to produce something. And I think that a lot of times we all one way or another, we get a little stuck. And I think that the only reason that we, we get stuck is because we, we are not being able to receive his great sacrifice and his great love for us. And that love is the, the source of the gas that keeps us going. When we don't do that, we are like a little candle. You know, you know, and that, that's how a lot of times we are in our walk with God. It's like you light it one more time and then, oh. You know, but I think that the meaning of this story is that his love for you is way bigger because he doesn't see you the way you see yourself. You know, and to me, I think that always one of the keys of this thing is you need to go back to a moment where you felt that. You know, this week I, I, I was, I'm praying, I'm telling you, you know, I'm, Holy Spirit, I need you. It has to be that, like that simple. You know, it's just a little child prayer, childish prayer. I need you. You know, and you will never run out of that simplicity. Because if you run out of that simplicity, and you, oh, God of Abraham, <laughs> Jacob, you know, and you complicate it, then you're relying on your own abilities. 
because he wants you to be always like a son and a daughter and not become like a great scholar in doctrines and theology that now you know everything about God. Does it make sense? So I bless this for us. You know, I, can I read a little bit out of, uh, about love? Is that okay? Yes. I'm going to start in 1 Corinthians 12, verse 29. All are not apostles, are they? All are not prophets, are they? All are not teachers, are they? All are not workers of miracles, are they? All do not have gifts of healings, do they? All do not speak with tongues, do they? All do not interpret, do they? So he's talking about all the gifts, all the things that we, we think we need to do when we're walking with God. You know, you need to become an apostle, you need to be a prophet, you need to move in the gifts of the Holy Spirit, you need to do all of that. What happens? And I show you a still more excellent way. Don't stop looking for that. If I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but do not have love, I have become a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. You run out of gas. Everything becomes dry. Everything becomes dead. And then you go like, okay, but I need to do this. And I need to, and then you pump yourself up again. You know that car, starting in the morning. And if I have the gift of prophecy and know all the mysteries and all the knowledge, and if I have all faith, man, even faith, right? I'm praying, God, give me more faith. Yeah, that's great. Even faith is important. But even if you have faith, But if you do not receive the eight cows perception of God about you, that even the faith will run out of gas. And if I have all faith so as to remove mountains, but do not have love, I'm nothing. And if I give all my possessions to feed the poor, and if I deliver my body to be burned, but do not have love, it profits me nothing. Now here, it's important to understand that this is not talking about our love. This is talking about God's love for you. His love for you is patient. His love for you is kind. And is not jealous. Love does not brag and is not arrogant. Love does not be, act unbecomingly. It does not seek its own. It's not provoked. It does not take into account a wrong suffered. I do. <laughs> right? I become unbecomingly. <laughs> right? I, I, I'm not that patient. I'm not that kind. I'm not, I'm, I am jealous. Right? But this is talking about the way that his love is. He doesn't take into account a wrong suffered. Even when we make him suffer, his love does not change. 
does not rejoice in unrighteousness, but rejoices with the truth. Bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. I bless this for you. His love for you never fails. And I think that we, we heard this, we talked about this three million times already. But I think that there is something that I'm looking for. You know, I, 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 a little bit of a, a personal experience. I'm being anxious. Have you ever been anxious? And then, oh my God, this, oh, this is wrong with me. I need to do this and I need to do that. You know, and then you go and, you know, and then the, the Lord comes to you and speaks this amazing thing that has nothing to do with what you're thinking. But hey, but what about all the, the things that I, I, I need to work? I need to change. I need to mature. I need to grow up. And the word comes like, everything is fine. Then you go like, no, but wait, what am I going to do now? What, do you, what are you going to do? You're going to have to decide where you're going to plug in. Are you going to plug into the truth, the word, his love for you? Or are you going to plug into all the problems that you see? It's like that the woman. You know, she didn't look that good. And she couldn't say, no, you, I, I'm not worth eight cows. You know, give my dad a chicken. Let's close the deal. <laughs> right? You know, no, but hey, come on, God. I'm not that worthy. I'm not worth, I'm not worth that much. Well, it's not up to you to decide. It's up to you to trust and believe. And when God comes and says something about you, you just take down your walls and you receive it and you believe it. And you move on. Love never fails. So I, w I was struggling with this. Do you ever struggle with, you know, when somebody comes and loves you and speaks something really awesome about you, and you go, yeah, but, yeah, but they, you know, they, they didn't see me when I was, you know, angry or da-da-da. But then I, I was driving this week, and I went like, wait. And I started just crying. Because it is here. It is here. But it's like we were talking a couple weeks ago, it's like that, that still small voice that we need to train our ears to listen to. There are a lot of voices that come as accusation. You know, a lot of voices that come bringing condemnation. A lot of voices that come and bring things out of the past. Do you hear those voices? Remember when you did that. Well, his love, it says, takes all that we did 
It does what? Remember Tashlik? It throws in the sea of forgetfulness. He doesn't, does not take into account a wrong suffered. Something that you did wrong, he's like, I forgot it. I forgot all about it. So uh, the truth is that for us to receive his love, we need to hear his voice. And then we need to, you know, like the radio, tune out of those other stations. Because everything that comes bringing anything from the past is not from the Lord. It's from the accuser of the brethren. He, he's not, he didn't pay the, the price, the highest price, to judge you, but to save you and to change you into his image. Can I continue reading this here? Is this blessing you? You know, so anyway, what I'm saying is, this is available. I look at what I experienced this week, and I can go and say, you know what, I didn't do anything that different. All the things that I thought I had to do, start doing, stop doing, I was not able to. The only thing that I did was, I'm going to start my day with, I need you. I need to get unstuck. And I cannot do it by myself. You know, because you know what? I'm not stuck because I didn't do this or because I did that. We are stuck because we need to receive his love in a new measure, in a new level. So all the things that, you know, all the, if I speak with tongues, I'm going to do this, right? If I prophesy, if I have all the mysteries, we could talk about all the mysteries, everything that God's doing here this morning, everything that happened this week. You know, like major, major things happening and changing. Answers to prayers. Answers to ears of us believing and speaking a word about the oneness. That's awesome. That's great. But still, it doesn't change my every day. Right? It still doesn't get me where I need to be. Love never fails. For if there are gifts of prophecy, they will be done away. If there are tongues, they will cease. If there is knowledge, it will be done away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. But when the perfect comes, the partial will be done away. And I bless that for us. I bless us with a hunger. A hunger for the perfect. You know, but this hunger does not come by, you know, our religious interpretations of what we need to do. Or this hunger just comes by saying, I need you. I need more. I need more. I need to be constantly drawing from you. You know, the difference between the candle and the lamp is that the lamp has a, 
a source of oil that always feeds into that lamp. And to me, this oil that we need is his love for us. I bless you this week to find moments you turn down everything else. That's why waiting on the Lord is so important right now. Because you, you will not get that this without you receiving and waiting on the Holy Spirit to remind you of things that were spoken over you and remind you of His love for you. We need those moments and we, I think we all have had those moments that you just felt you know, in a worship, in a service, driving like this week for me. You know, one time I was in a bus it was not fun because I started crying and the bus was crowded. And like, come on, God, not here. This is so embarrassing. <laughs> you know, but you just feel like, like overwhelmed with that feeling of his love for you. And that nothing can take away from you. Nothing can take that, that sense of his presence. But again, it takes a hunger where you, you ask for it, and you ask for it, and then you keep asking for it until you get it. Don't make it complicated this week. Oh, man, I'm, I need to... Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not telling you not to wait on the Lord, not to read the Bible, not to read the Word. Not, do everything that you can, but even when you do that, take a moment and stop everything and say, now I'm going to stop. Now you talk to me. Now I'm going to quiet down. You know, I'm going to turn off the music, turn off my internet, everything. Phone. And say, God, now I need your love. When I was a child, I used to speak as a child, think as a child, reason as a child. When I became a man, I did away with childish things. For we see in the mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in parts, but then I shall fully know fully, just as I also have been fully known. Like that woman. She didn't know herself. She only got to know herself and be herself when she saw herself through the eyes of the, her husband. But now by faith, hope, love, these three, but the greatest of these is love. This is where we, we need to be right now, is to abide in love. Ephesians 3, and I'm almost done. And like I said, I know we all heard this before. But all I'm saying is, Lord, come and touch your people with your love. Touch each one of us here in a new way. You know, and where we have disconnected and where we made things too complicated and too much, you know, oh my God, you know, it's do's and don'ts and, you know, all the gifts. Oh, I don't know if I, what, what gift I have. It doesn't matter what gift you have. 
doesn't make sense. It doesn't matter what you do. What matters is how much you open up to let this love flow through you. For this reason, Ephesians 3.14, I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name, that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with power through his spirit in the inner man. I mean, you need to read one verse like this and stop saying, hey, see, it is everything through his spirit in the inner man. It's not here. It's here. It's where you receive. You don't believe with your mind, you believe with your heart. So that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, and that you being rooted and grounded in love. I bless that for us. Lord, we want to be rooted and grounded in your love. You know, we don't want to be rooted and grounded in religion, in a church, in a doctrine, a set of things that we say we believe or don't believe. If not even the faith, not even any of the gifts that we have, we, we want to be rooted and grounded in this love. And to me, what I'm, I'm saying is, Lord, show your love. Get us unstuck. You know, because when you see that, everything changes. Everything changes. That you, being rooted and grounded in love, only after that, you will be able to comprehend with all the saints what's the breadth and the length and the height and the depth and to know the love of Christ, which surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled up to all the fullness of God. I bless that. You know, we need to be filled with all the fullness. That means you will never run out of gas. You will never get tired. You will never, you know, question again, because it's not what you're doing right or wrong. You need to do more. Right? You need to do more of this and less of that. We all have a list. And he's saying, yeah, you know what? That, that also will go away. You know, the challenges things will go away. But that will only go away when you, you, his love controls you. When his love is everything. Then, you know, the things that are so hard, right? Have you had like things that were hard to quit? And then because of your love for someone or someone's love for you, you just yeah, this is not a too big of a price to pay. That's when his love controls us. Then even the things that are hard to do, like you know, waiting on the Lord, you know, whatever, whatever. You have a list. I have mine, a big one. You know, it's only because of his love that everything works. And to know the love of Christ, which surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled up to all the fullness of God. Now, that lady 
Maybe she would be happy with a chicken. Because that's all she thought that she deserved. But this is how much I think that he, he thinks you're worth. That you may be filled with all the fullness of God. That's a lot. That's why you are, I am, we all are, the Eta woman. You know, but we will only be filled with all the fullness of God when we open up and receive His love in a new way. I bless this for us. Lord, help us not to make this too complicated. You know, you started this. Everything is by faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. And if you believe, you have to come and believe that He is the rewarder. He can give it to you. But He's only waiting for somebody to ask. <laughs> you don't have it? Ask. You know, and I bless us this week. You know, keep asking. Keep knocking. Keep looking for it. Because he, he's, he's there for you. And this is available for all of us. Amen. Amen. Let's stand up. Mahalo for listening to this message. If you are led to leave a rating and review, please feel free to do so. May God bless you.